I'm Felicia. I'm Ian. And we are the Paranormal Lovers. Hi guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to another week of the Paranormal Lovers. We are on episode seven. Lucky sevens. Yay. Um, I told you guys last week we were going to do an alien story this week. Yes. And this one is interesting because I've never really heard of one that has witnesses before. Right. Um, or that happened over a largely populated area. Right. So, this is the Manhattan alien abduction. Nice. Okay. In the early morning hours of November 30th, 1989, 23 people reported having witnessed a flying saucer hovering over an apartment building across the Brooklyn Bridge. Hmm. 40-something Linda Nia Pola. Tino, <laughs> my computer autocorrected that to the wrong thing, who once went by Cortel or Cortile, awoke to find a small, large-headed gray standing at the foot of her bed. Nice. She tried to wake her husband, but she was unable to do so, and then she was removed from her room. Hmm. Keep in mind. Mind control. Linda and her husband lived on the 12th story, or the 12th floor Is of the, this apartment building. Was it the top one? Yeah. Hmm. And so here's a quote from Linda about the abduction. Quote, I'm standing up on nothing, and they take me all the way up, way above the building. Oh, I hope I don't fall. The UFO opens up almost like a clam, and then I'm inside. I see benches similar to regular benches, and they're bringing me down a hallway. Doors open like sliding doors. Inside are all these lights and buttons and a big long table. I don't want to get up on that table. I wouldn't either. (laughs) (laughs) They get me on the table anyways. They start saying things to me, and I'm yelling. I can still yell. One of them says something that sounds like, Knobby Egg. I think they're trying to tell me to be quiet because he puts his hand over my mouth. End quote. Hmm. Knobby egg. (laughs) Alien language. I love it. (laughs) She remembered them putting something up her nose. And it was so painful that she passed out. Hmm. When she woke up, she was back in her bed. I wonder if it tapped into her brain. Well, she went to the doctor and got an x-ray. And they found a large mass inside of her nasal cavity. Hmm. And I don't know. I didn't find anything else about it. They were just like, yeah, they stuck something. They probed her nose, I guess. Right. Um, Probably now, implants and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of them putting stuff up cavities and orifices. And I'm pretty sure I've heard of the nose before, too. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what they do whenever they abduct people. The melon baller is the one that kind of freaks me out the most. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Huh. Like, there was a few where people have, like, seen aliens, and I don't remember if they, like, get abducted or if it happens, like, in their room. Like, they'll be in bed, and mm-hmm. they'll be paralyzed, and they can't move, and the alien, like, scoops 
flesh out of their leg with like a little melon baller. Right. And then like they'll wake up and there's an indention in their leg. But it's all healed up. Yeah, but it's healed over. Huh. But there's like this little scoop missing out of their flesh. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. Okay. Um, Now, Linda is no stranger to the UFO community. She was, in fact, very involved at the time of her abduction. Um, She was friends with famed UFOologist Bud Hopkins. You know who that is? I want to say I've heard it before, but... He's like an older guy with white hair. Has kind of a crazy eye, but... um, He agreed to take her through hypnotic regression. Right. You know what that is? Mm Mm-hmm. Hypnotic regression is a therapeutic tool used to unearth repressed memories. Um, It can be very beneficial for people who are dealing with trauma, especially when done with a licensed mental health professional. Um, Because our memories are not set in stone. Our memories are actually quite fluid. Mm -hmm. Um, And in cases, especially like abduction, skeptics will say that our minds are able to take like something we've seen in a movie or something we read in a book or just something we've talked about. And even though it's not our memory, our minds will kind of warp it to where it is our memory. If that makes any sense. Right. Can kind of shift it to be like, Oh, well this actually happened to me, not somebody else. Right. Um, and so a lot of people feel like that can happen a lot with abductions, especially when it's from somebody who's already within the community you're going to conferences and you're talking to people like this stuff's going to get ingrained in your brain. Sure. Um, but they did go through with the sessions and that's when Linda's full account that I quoted earlier came to light. However, she is not the only one to report the incident. Nice. Hops Hopkins was also contacted by two men claiming to have witnessed the, the abduction. They told him they were, New York police officers, but at the time they were working as bodyguards for the then UN Secretary General. Weird. Hmm. They were also known to have connections to the CIA. Weird. Hmm. But things get a little weird. Um, You could say it was either what happens next is either a the men breaking mentally from what they witnessed very questionable orders from the government or both right um their claim is that they were driving under the underpass of the fdr drive with their client when their car shut off from their position they were able to witness the craft hovering over the building across the brooklyn bridge They then witnessed a woman and three beings floating to the craft. One of them is quoted as saying, There was an oval-shaped object hovering over the top of the apartment building two or three blocks up from where we sat. We didn't know where it came from. It happened too fast. Its lights turned from a bright orangish... No, a bright reddish-orange to a whitish-blue coming out of the bottom. Green lights rotated around the edge of the saucer. A little girl or a woman wearing a white gown sailed out of the window in a fetal position, then stood in midair in this beam of light. 
I could see three of the ugliest creatures I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Poor aliens. <laughs> I don't know what they were. They weren't human. Their heads were out of proportion. Very large heads with no hair. These buggers were escorting her into the craft. (laughs) (laughs) My partner screamed, we got to get them. We tried to get out of the car, but couldn't. After the woman was escorted in, the oval turned reddish orange again and whisked off. End quote. Nice. Um, Reports state that once the craft was boarded, it took off and then descended into the East River. Like in the river? Into the river. Huh. It went bloop into the river. Right on. Like the plane. But Sully wasn't flying because it went in. Right. Um, Trigger warning for this part. This includes kidnapping of a grown ass woman. Um, In April of 1991, both of these men kidnapped Linda and interrogated her for hours. Um, they were accusing her of being involved in quote recent events. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the CIA for you. I mean, um, they released her. She was physically unharmed, but obviously trauma. Yeah. Um, you get abducted sure. and experimented on, and then you get kidnapped and interrogated by the government. <laughs> yeah. Well, six months later, one of the men kidnapped her by himself. And he took her Again? to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and But he was by himself this time. Um, he took her to a supposed safe house. And he interrogated her again. Um, I didn't really dig deep dive into, like, see if she had ever talked about what happened. Um, yeah, it's weird. I wonder what they wanted. Well, he was accusing her of being a part of it. Part of the whole plot. The whole alien abduction. Like she was like working. Like she was an alien? Not necessarily that she was an alien. Or she was but working She was for working aliens. with the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, and it's really frustrating because I've tried to find out like who she was as a person. Mm-hmm. But there it was hard to dig through just the pages and pages of the Manhattan alien abduction crap. Right. Um, and then there was obituaries and I was like, I don't know if any of these are her. So I don't, I don't know whether she's alive or not. This was 20, 30, oh God, 30 something years ago. Yeah. So who knows? Um, so he was accusing her of that. He cu- accused her of being in league with the aliens and of being a threat hmm. to like national security, I guess. Yeah. Planetary security. Like <laughs> I think he was like he kick started a uh, space force <laughs> before that other guy did his thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. We can't have any illegal aliens come into this earth <laughs> from anywhere. <laughs> um she was able to escape, but he caught her on the beach. Thankfully, his partner arrived and I guess knocked him out. His partner's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he took Linda home. And right. was like, this is not okay. Can we not? <laughs> Can we not do this? Um, her 
kidnapper kidnapper turned savior um, contacted her, even though she never had contact with the guy that kidnapped her by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, his partner did contact her to let her know that his partner had become dangerously obsessed with her abduction hmm. and Linda's alleged involvement in it. Right. And he had been committed to a mental hospital. Huh. The aliens. <laughs> right. Aliens. Um, Hopkins was contacted by a couple other people. One was a woman who claimed her car stalled on the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. Um, and while there are a few differences between what she reported and what the bodyguards reported, much of like the abduction itself was corroborated um, between the two accounts. Right. Now, back to the bodyguards. That night, they were allegedly driving the UN Secretary General of the time. Um, Hopkins wanted to get a statement from the man. Because, of course, if you can get a government official to go on record and be like, I saw some aliens abducting a woman right. out of her bedroom, like, that's going to, you know, back then, they wanted to blow the lid on it. Right. Now they want to, like, get it out there so we don't see what else they're doing, but... Right. Um, but, of course, being a high-ranking government official... He refused to go public right. about it. Um, allegedly, Hopkins did get in touch with him, and they talked about it. But he refused to ever make a public statement and said that if it ever came out that he was involved, he would go public and deny it. Right. <clears throat> I wonder if Hopkins was um, had to do with like the Blue Book and stuff. Um, it, it might be in the Blue Book. I don't think Hopkins was involved with that. Or Project Blue Book, excuse me. Um, I don't know. I didn't really go much into Hopkins. We can look at his life later if you want on another episode. That would be interesting to see how you become one of the most famed UFOologists in the world. Right. You know? Um, I mean, Blue Book covers like a bunch of different ones. It sure does. Um a lot of them from New York. I feel but. like Blue Book, isn't that just like the U.S. though? Uh, n- no. No, there was like some that were in different countries, but they were like U.S. air bases. Okay. Blue gotcha. Book was like redacted stuff that the government didn't release until like way later. So it was done by our government, but there a, were accounts from other bases across the globe. Yep. Okay. And it's just a compiled information on aliens. It's interesting. Um, There was a reporter that was leaving a bar, and he was being a responsible drinker. He was trying to get a ride home, Um, but he was told that the road was blocked with limos. Limos of UN officials Hmm. that were leaving some big meeting, I guess. Which gives, you know, a little bit of credence to the fact that that Secretary General did, in fact, witness this happening. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, if they were all right there. Yeah. There's another reporter who shared their account of their experience witnessing the event from the New York Post building. 
Um, he remembers watching from a window in the building with his co-workers. Um, he also claims that at least one, if not more, of his fellow reporters were abducted as well. Hmm. Um, and he's not the only one. There were actually a few reports of abductions across the borough that night, including one that claimed that the UN official and the bodyguards themselves were abducted. See, I was wondering, <clears throat> I was wondering if they were going after one of the UN members. Yeah, I don't know. Like the the aliens wanted one of the UN people or something. But then why would they get Linda out of her bed? I don't know. They have all the UN people right there. Oh, excuse me. In this, their limos. This is what confuses me about aliens. Like if they were so smart to where they could travel, you know, light speed and have all these crazy gadgets to like make people float and mind control. Like why did they choose that person? Like wouldn't they have wanted to go after one of the UN that, you know, know more about the world than, than Linda. (laughs) Right. You know, right. Like what, what is this 40 year old housewife? It confuses me versus the UN secretary general. But But, like, I mean, maybe they're not after like the goings on of, humans they just want to like study the bio biology or but but i don't know the word for well, it. well maybe they're maybe biology. it's like um maybe it's what you call like a control group they right. just want to get like a whole bunch of different people from different walks of life that makes sense and stuff together you know examine them physically and see how their lifestyles affect how they live i mean i don't know i don't either aliens are supposed to be smarter than us so maybe <laughs> Right. No, be able to figure that out. Um, yeah. So to say that this is an interesting story of abduction, I would say is an understatement. Sure. Um, I've honestly never heard of an abduction taking place over a city. Yeah. I mean, you said that there's some in like Project Blue Book, but I never really watched that. So. Right. I guess I need to. But yeah, so that is the Manhattan abduction. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Weird stuff. And I, I mean, love aliens. Of course, it's frustrating that like that government official wouldn't say anything because <sighs> this was before. When did this stuff come out? Come out like two thousand four, two thousand fourteen, or something about the government. And all the aliens and stuff. Oh, releasing the UFO uh, files and stuff. I mean, they do it periodically. Yeah, but I know, like, back in 1989, like, they weren't really trying to advertise it or put it out there. Right. They had, like, disinformation campaigns and stuff where they'd go out and, like, feed people a bunch of bull crap about it. Sure. Sure. Um, But, yeah, so... That's that. I do know that, like, I want to say the end of the... I watched a movie on, or was it a show on the Project Blue Book? It, it was the show, I think. And it ended on um, people getting abducted from New York and all, like, a bunch of flying saucers being spotted and, um, which that may be one of the reports that was in it. Um, Maybe. But... Yeah, everybody was, like, scared in New York because they thought, you know, the Martians were attacking. (laughs) That's wild. I'll have to go back and look at that. Like, 
I never really heard of that before, so that's interesting. I always, you know, when I think of it, you think of like Roswell, New Mexico or something. Sure, sure. Like out in the middle of nowhere, or yeah. even like here in the mountains. But, hmm, very interesting. Well, guys, next week it's going to be an eating episode again. Yay. Yay. More spooky stuff. Yep. We're going to do a ghost story. Uh, it's in Tennessee. It's called... Uh, brushy mountain yeah so we'll be going to that and that should be pretty interesting it's um, a penitentiary brushy mountain penitentiary uh, yeah don't google it you have to wait and listen <laughs> someday he'll quit telling you exactly what he's doing the next week right <laughs> all right well you guys can follow us on instagram at the paranormal lovers shoot us the email if you would feel so inclined about a topic um suggestion or any personal stories about ghosts or aliens or cryptids or anything let us know what you want to hear yeah uh at the paranormal lovers at yahoo.com and we will see you guys next week bye bye